Hi everyone, we just wanted to say that FKB would not be possible without Anchor. It truly is an excellent podcast creation platform for content creators of all experience levels. The best part about it, it's free. No hidden costs, no need to upgrade to a premium account, no need to delete all episodes to make room for new ones. Anchor provides users with the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. All you have to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. From there, Anchor seamlessly distributes your content to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It truly is the easiest way to make a podcast. Hello and welcome back to episode 22 of Full Kit Banter. You're joined by myself, Pascal, as well as Yushan and Boon Kwang. And guys, let's just get stuck right into it. Um, the final game of the weekend, I believe, was Man City Arsenal. And I think after two minutes, um, BK in particular was probably fearing the worst. But alas, it only finished 1-0. Um, fortunately, one out of the three of us caught the game. Uh, so I just wanted to get your thoughts on kind of I guess the narrative of the game was was City just cruising to 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 victory is, is that would that be accurate to say that would be uh, cruising it's okay, you might you guys might think that it's an over exaggeration but it's not because uh yeah I, I'm the one who caught the entire match and uh, okay before I begin BK let me just ask you are you happy with a oh. just a one nil defeat to City uh no I'll, uh, I'm definitely not. Yeah, because happy I've been on uh, social media. Yeah, sorry. I just I've been on social media and I've also asked a few of my uh friends who are Arsenal fans and some of them are actually happy that it was only one nil. And I, to me I, as an out yeah sorry to me uh let me just continue to me as an outsider like just hearing that itself, it kind of gives me the feeling that you know the standards of, of being an Arsenal fan has dropped dramatically. I mean, it was a few years ago that... Oh, I wouldn't say a few years ago. I mean, when you, when you think of peak Arsenal, you think of, you know, the Invincibles of 3 4 And mm-hmm. during, you know, the the peak Wenger times, you know, when Wenger was uh, a manager who was to be feared, when, you know, his, his ideas were summarized as being revolutionary, you know, mm-hmm. you guys were always been talked off as, you know, future Champions League winners, you know, uh, mm-hmm. always challenging for the title and all that. And expectations throughout the years have slowly dipped from, you know, that famous line that when just said that um, top four is now being viewed as a trophy to even right now, you know, <laughs> uh, getting a Europa League spot is counted a, I want to say all, but some of them say it will be a success. And do, do you think I would say that this is actually now I mean, looking at it like, Top I mean, definitely. Tro- trophy. I mean, I, I'm going to talk about my team, Chelsea. You know, like, after yeah. we spent, you know, a lot of owners have been put upon uh, the 200 million spent. And I did say at the start of the season that I don't want top four to be, like, the aim every season. I want to win trophies, man. And going through another season where it, it kind of feels that we're just going to challenge for top four again, just for the top four places and. I know an outside chance of an F Cup trophy doesn't really excite me at all. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I know I, I'm sorry going into Chelsea, but just I to bring us back, I love how you didn't even mention that you guys are still in the Champions League. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're not gonna be in the mean, Champions League, man. Uh, I you mean, you never know, man. You never know. Yeah. Okay, but going back to my point against Arsenal and that, like, I kind of feel that you guys have been. Okay, it's, it's like beating a dead horse, you know? Like, you guys don't really expect much <laughs> on Arsenal. And it, it comes down to the point where not getting trashed by City, in view of some Arsenal fans, uh, is, is counted like a success right now. And I kind of feel that it's... It, it's it, it resonates with some of the players as well in terms of their attitude. Like, there, there's yeah. one guy I'm going to call out, man. Aubameyang. Yeah, yeah. Like, but okay, I, okay. I, watched, yeah I watched the entire match and he, this guy, he... It kind of sums up... Okay, I mean, if, if you watch the highlights or if the listeners watch the highlights, I don't think you'll see even like five seconds of a bombing in the highlights at all. And that kind of summarizes how bad he was in the match last night. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. 
Let, let me just bring you back to a, a certain part of the match that I remember vividly. It was John Stones. Him and Aubameyang were tussling for the ball and John Stones just shoved. And I'm not exaggerating. He literally shoved Aubameyang into the uh, the the signboard. Mm-hmm. And Aubameyang, you know, like a- any other player, like it was a Luis Suarez, it was a Bruno Fernandes, or if it was like a... Even a McTominay, like... Like they would show, yeah. Basically, yeah. they would show some form of you know petulance. Like they would complain to the referee, like, "Hey, come on, give this guy a yellow. It's a foul." But Aubameyang just picked himself up and laughed at it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. As an Arsenal fan, if you look at it, I would be extremely pissed. You know, like here is your captain, your the guy who is being paid the most in the club. You know, he's supposed to be the, the your talisman, and he's not putting a shift at all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, and uh, it's just we, yeah, it's just an epitome of his poor season. Like he hasn't been doing much. Yeah, I know he scored a hat trick against Leeds, but then against against Leeds and and I don't know, a guy of his quality should be showing a lot more. You know, getting stuck in 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 the quote unquote difficult matches and the the whole Arsenal team and they were disappointed. They didn't show like they were up for it at all. And yeah, after conceding the first goal. They just, yeah, they did show a bit of fight in the second half, but it was all too late at the time. And I kind of felt that, you know, uh, I, I was talking about this with you guys uh, off, off air, that uh, I kind of felt that, you know, Pep Guardiola at halftime, during the team talk, he kind of told the, the City guys to, hey, it's Ateta, man, let's not embarrass him. Let's just, you know, play keep ball and just see out the win. And that, that was kind of what happened. I mean, that, that's just my interpretation of what happened during the game. Because City didn't really get out of first gear at the second half and Arsenal kind of just, they say, okay, we're just going to take the 1-0 the, the loss and we just move on to the next game, which, yeah, I know it, it's it's the Europa League game, but I kind of felt that they weren't just, they just weren't ambitious enough. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I said I'm a lot already. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to cut you there and like, mm. just like answer your questions in case like, I totally forgot about them. But, yeah, definitely not. I, I mean, I wouldn't say that I'm happy with the 1-0. But, like, I think to a lot of Arsenal fans, it's like... I think Pascal mentioned this offline as well. It's like, we mm. we both agreed that we expected more. Like, definitely, it's just like... I, yeah, but you shouldn't, you shouldn't so turn... Strong. Yeah, you shouldn't turn expectations like that into reality. You should, you should prove your doubters wrong. Oh, 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 definitely. But I, I would think that, you know, like... Uh, Arsenal is not in the best state. It, we're not comparing like Arsenal, say two seasons or three seasons ago. Like right, right now, this current Arsenal is just is we're ten position. No, I mean given our squad depth, I honestly got to say Leicester's squad looks more terrifying than Arsenal squad, if anything. And I don't think it's about like past achievements anymore. If anything goes to show in very recent football. Man City has turned the tables on past achievements and uh, nothing in the past kind of really matters. Even for United, if you look at it, ever, ever since Ferguson left, that's it. That's where they are. That, if I'm right, yeah, that is their last major trophy. Yeah, but and you can tell I, that they are starting to you know, turn a corner. Like, yeah, we, we all joke about how inexperienced a manager Ole is, but you can tell that you know the players are playing for him. It's, yeah, so they still so, have a yeah, yeah. Continue. Yeah. No, I I just think like Arsenal side is just um. I I think they're still pulling the pieces together. I mean, we talk so much about the transfers and all that kind of thing. I think there's a lot of internal issues in the squad. I think now everything is just starting to. It's a bit late in the season to just start to like start rectifying. And if anything, I think they're just trying to salvage the season. Um, th- there's no excuses for Aubameyang's behavior or whatever. Uh, if anything, to be honest, I, I honestly was quite disappointed to see him as captain when he was, w- when when like you guys Saka... have had a weird. If I'm gonna jump in, you guys have a weird have had a weird track record for the captain thing, not, right? Not hiring but appointing your captain. Yeah, I think we actually talked about this a few episodes ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, you guys are almost picking. The highest your best person. player on paper or your highest play, pay, uh, paid player at the moment rather than people who actually have leadership qualities. Like, leadership yeah, qualities. Mm-hmm. I mean, Xhaka, I guess 
he, he was the em- best at that Emery point. Emery thought Jaka was the guy, but as we found out, he he wasn't. Yeah. But I mean, you guys you guys have talked a lot about yesterday's game, and I just wanted to bring up two points in that. The first one being, do you think the goal coming so early altered Arsenal's game plan at all? Because I think ever since Arteta took over, right, Arsenal don't strike me as the kind of team that really goes attack first, then defense later. They, they've always struck me as, especially when you go up against um, big six opposition, they always strike me as someone or as a team that likes to defend first and then maybe get a goal on the break or force a mistake out of an opponent. You, you've never seen them kind of go glass cannon against one of their rivals, yeah. which I think in itself is a weakness. It's not the Arsenal where we're known to where we're used to seeing. But I guess like we, we always played counter, in fact, even in Wenger's last few era. Because like the defense was always so like suspect. Yeah. It's super sus la, our defense. So I mean like now looking at it that's why I think I was talking to you guys last night, right? And was it last night? And then I said like uh wow we're playing with yeah I was looking at the defense. I saw holding and uh Murray and uh, Luis was on the bench and I was like oh okay Gabriel was also on the bench I was like oh okay where's this going like uh, this is a very and Tierney was back on and I was like I think he was playing a 4-5 it's just, it's just weird to see la. like I mean I can understand I, I'm surprised fans, he doesn't really fans play their players up. by form like, yeah, yeah that, that's another interesting point you bring up but I think what disappointed most fans um, in the performance is that they they kind of just cruised. Like, I think ro- just... not even cruised. They just rolled over and were like, "Please stop!" Like they were like almost like played dead. Yeah, yeah. Like City landed the first punch. Arsenal dropped to the ground. Turtled up and like, "Please don't hit me anymore." <laughs> like pretty much. Like, and City were just it. like beating a dead horse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally yeah. agree with your points. And yeah, if I were to be nitpicky about Arteta selections, I feel that if it was Luis instead of holding. Who was yeah, at that's position what, at that's time. What Luis, I yeah, Luis would have used his experience to clear the ball. That exactly. is yeah, that this is being nitpicky on my end. But yeah, I do agree with that point where, you know, Arsenal just rolled over. But the thing is that City scored extremely early in the match. So, so do you think them scoring early fundamentally changed any game plan that Arteta had, or do you think no. this was always going to be the game plan? I, but then I again, they had, yeah, they had 88 minutes to rectify exactly, the problem and try to exactly. get goal, but they didn't show ambition, and I don't know whether that mentality was being brought on by Arteta, saying that, you know, guys, let's just keep the keep it at the 1-0 loss, because after that, other than, you know, Kieran Tierney in the first half, no one showed like they wanted to bring the game to City, because... Yeah, City's defense may have been. Oh, sorry. Uh, they are they are the best defense in the league, and they have been on the sixteen game winning run. But you know, come on, you're tenth man. There's nothing much for you to lose right now. Just go for it. You're playing at home, and it's it's kind of a good thing that you know there were no fans in the stadium. If there <laughs> were fans in the stadium, let me tell you, there will be a lot of discontent. A lot of grumbling around the stadium and the players who have gotten it. Oh, right there. Hundred percent, and that that's another point because technically, almost the entirety of Arteta's tenure has taken place behind closed doors, mm-hmm. and the football, in a way, has been kind of not so pretty to look at. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see what the kind of atmosphere is like when fans come back. Yeah, well, they will. They will never accept a performance like that. They will have been. If okay, if imagine me, a, a non-Arsenal fan watching yeah, the TV, getting yeah. frustrated at what Arsenal are doing. Imagine what an Arsenal fan in the stadium would feel right there and then, watching mm-hmm. their team playing so passively, 100%. showing no passion and, and at all. I I I really agree with you, Sash, on this. Like, it would be very hard for me to accept too to watch my team go down without even throwing a punch. Exactly. But, Having said that, I'm going to do my favourite thing and play devil's advocate again. Okay. Because City's been on the run of all runs, right? Mm -hmm. I think it's Mm -hmm. what, 15 in a row. So, if I'm Arteta, I'm like 10th. No one really gives a shit. Like, like... Yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying, calling it how it is, BK. Like, no one really gives a shit about where Arsenal are at right now. Exactly. That's what I thought. Just because there's so much else going on. So, in his head, he's probably like, okay, let's just not draw attention to ourselves by getting spanked. Let's just quietly get this game done. 
and move on to the next because City are just leap like miles better, uh, miles ahead of us, especially in the form they are in. While okay, I don't agree with that statement. I still think they should have given it a go, but that's kind of where I think the players in Arteta are coming from, and also it shows. I guess where the club is at right now. If you needed any kind of indication to to see what not only the players but the hierarchy thinks of Arsenal Football Club right now, you watch yesterday's game. Which doesn't bode well, but if all they wanted was to not get smashed, job done. But I agree that kind of shows where the mentality is at right now. And I'm going to quickly ask another question I wanted to bring up earlier. Do you think Obama Young's form right now, right? Do you think there's a chance he could become like another Ozil? Oof. I hope not. I, I hope, hope not for I your sake, not. but... Uh, BK, I mean, do you, yeah, it, BK, you don't answer that? Yeah, the, drop, yeah. the drop from Ozil to like key man to no one, waste man yeah. was mm-hmm. very, very quick. Very instant, instantaneous, very dramatic. And Alba's kind of not even had... He, I, I feel like he's, he's had a... I won't even say stop start. It's more. It's been more like. It it's weird. It just stop, really stop. sudden. St- suddenly, really happened, like just at the start of this season. I think because he was like doing. All right, and then like what I think Sash was mentioning, just the moment the contract, was resigned, and then, we just he went just down. Fell off. Yeah, his his form just fell off a cliff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and comparing the Alba to Ozil comparisons, okay, I don't think Alba would totally become like what what Ozil had become because firstly he plays in a striker slash inside forward position and this type of players are still be quite sought after goal, in terms yeah, of formation. Yeah, will always be yeah. Whereas yeah, whereas yeah, Ozil, you know, yeah. he he kind of played in that luxury number ten role, which is slowly becoming a dying position in in the modern game right now because everyone everything is about energy and pressing right now which also didn't really i mean as as creative as he was and as much as he gave in the attacking third he what was an albatross around him in terms of you know uh criticisms and whatnot is he was lazy he didn't like to track back he didn't do the dirty work which many managers or rather many systems nowadays in the modern game they kind of need that um, energetic number eight that presses all around. And also isn't the guy that's going to do that. It's kind of a little bit like what James Rodriguez is at yeah. uh, Everton right now. And he's been dropping in and out of the Everton team. So coming back to Ozo and Aubameyang, no, I don't think Aubameyang is going to be what Ozo is or like rather the the massive drop that from, from key man to waste man. That also is and yeah, is it? I really don't know what's wrong with Aubameyang. I I think he has to fix his attitude because I I'm sure we all know that talent wise he's one of the best strikers in the world. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, BK, what do you think? Uh, I I I think I agree with Pascal. Like where uh it where where Arsenal stands now at the 10th position and all that. Like, you just don't want any more bad rap to, like, go on you. No bad media, like, haunting on you. Uh, Maybe also, like, what Pascal mentioned, it could really just be the whole Europa thing that they want to focus on instead of, like, trying to get a win on City, which, you know, if they tried to do a Spurs on City, I mean, look, Spurs lost 3-1 and they, I guess they tried to be offensive and... The 3-1 or 3-0? Doesn't matter lah, they got annihilated yeah, yeah. either way. Exactly. <laughs> so, I think like, pretty much like, trying to scrap that out of the book, you know, like, don't, don't want to have that uh, problem. I think ultimately, uh, yeah, I just guess it's probably best, it is the only way that they're going to play forward lah. Right, right, right. And I guess with that, we're going to be moving on from Arsenal. We've actually talked a lot more than I expected, but we we got to show Arsenal some love, you know, or some some listeners might view this as hate, but um, just calling a spade a spade. And speaking of calling things as they are, uh, boy, uh, Liverpool have been shit. Um, I actually fell asleep during the Merseyside derby, which is something that's probably never happened before, um, despite some truly... Terrible past results, but me another injury. 
Um, surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's just when it when it when it rains, it pours, man. It's we're not even gonna stick long on Liverpool. I just had to bring it up because I didn't want to get called out for for protecting my side. Mm-hmm. Um, while the Leicester performance was um, encouraging, and barring seven minutes, and the Leipzig performance was, you know, nice. The Leicester performance was. I mean, the Everton performance was pretty abject. What, what um, were you calling earlier in the week? You, I remember you said like the Everton. Hopefully, the Everton was going to be a win or something. Uh, I think it was more I in mean, hope. It was more in hope, like. I mean, I if there was a club that I thought we'd step up against, it it would be Everton. But much like how City scored early against you guys, Everton scored against us after three minutes, and I think it just the belief is not there anymore. I, I um, felt I that last week, City's early goal. Didn't hit us as hard, but I felt the Everton one hit Liverpool's one hard. For for you guys, it was almost more like you knew the goal was coming, you just didn't know when. Yeah. And when it came early, you guys were just like, ah, shit, okay. Yeah. Uh, but for you guys, it was like, <laughs> oh, what the hell? Oh, for yeah, exactly. For us, it was more like, okay, uh, we're at home. We're gonna, you know, show them that you know we're still Liverpool. We're gonna dig in deep, and you imagine all the the talk. You can imagine the. The kind of um, pre-match dressing room talk, you know, Henderson getting the guys together and like, you know, like this, this doesn't slip. Uh, um, and then within uh, three minutes, you're down. <laughs> and then he gets injured. It's mm-hmm. just... It's just poetic, like pretty poetic. Yeah, but I, I find that, you know, the, the three most important characters in a Liverpool dressing room are Virgil van Dijk, of course, uh, James Milner and Jordan Henderson. And mm. okay, without Virgil van Dijk, yeah, it's all right. You guys can still cope without him because you have uh both Milner and Henderson. And Milner got injured, and Henderson's the one that's left. And you guys will be like, oh, I don't don't really know about this. And then when Henderson got injured, and I I was looking at you know when when you guys went oh sorry it was after you guys went one nil down and Henderson got you know. Uh, was was he was he stretched off? I couldn't remember. Or he got no no he no. He off, just right? hobbled off. Yeah, when he got hobbled off, and I was kind of looking at you know the, the body language of the players throughout the the match itself. Uh, towards the final whistle, and some of them you know they didn't look like they were trying. Like it's it's back to the whole Arsenal versus City thing again. Everyone like, yeah, everyone like, was just kind of looking looking at someone else to to make something happen. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. Yeah, uh, for me, Trent was your best player again. He's been your best player for the past month. And the thing about Trent is he's not a vocal person. He he's 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 not gonna shout instructions at people, but he kind of puts his he kind of talks in his uh performances. Like he he, what was that phrase again? He walks the talk. Leads by example. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure, sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the thing is that I, I kind of expected you know yeah you you can he, say that he got he gave away a penalty for getting kicked in the head. <laughs> yeah, like okay, to be, we're not gonna we're not gonna go in back to VAR like I just I'm just surprised I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. yeah and, <laughs> the, and the yeah, so shit yeah you could say that Kabak was sort of an error for the goal but like he he's new okay you gotta give him I a feel I really feel for the kid yeah, I feel for the he's kid, new yeah. as being trust into you know hellfire and brimstone right now and I kind of feel that. The, the senior players are the ones that should be stepping up. You know, your Manis, your Firminos, your, your... I mean, Salah has been doing it, but he can't do it all on his own. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what's wrong with, um, like... Like you mentioned, um, Robbo's, Robbo's form has fallen off a cliff. Robbo looks shattered, man, both mentally and physically. Like, he, he needs a break, but Klopp doesn't trust Simikas enough to... Yeah, I, I find it really a starting odd. Birth. I don't think it's not about trusting Simikas. It's just... We cannot afford to lose three quarters of our back four of our original back four that is like can you imagine a back four of Trent Nat Phillips Kabak and Simikas like <laughs> come on like come on dude, dude I, I mean like there's no time that the back two are gonna come back so it's like then what they're gonna just wear him out and then like yeah but yeah but yeah like what I agree with BK saying so what are you gonna do with Robertson are you it's just your, gonna... like, you're damn if you do and damn if you don't yeah, yeah but I don't know the, the well, way, don't the the loss, way right? he's going right now yeah like the way Robertson is gonna like come out of the first 11 is if he gets an injury and that's gonna make, yep. make it even worse yep. yeah so yep. Yeah, I, I kind of do agree it's like uh, in between a rock and a hard place for Klopp right now. But what I don't get is the front three, man. Like, more more of Mane and Firmino in particular. Like, they haven't been... 
Firing. Like, like the, the, we know that they are good players, but they don't seem to be doing the business this season. They, they were absolutely world-class last season, Mane in particular. But I kind of feel that you I, know, without your Virgil van Dijk's, your Henderson's, your Milner's, you, yeah. need, you need them to step up because they are the senior players. You know, They've been there and done it before. They've won trophies. They have, they I, have, yeah. I, I could think it's just go, the go lack ahead, of uh, morale and I, I think it's very much like what you said, Sash. It's just basically the back, right? It's just, I, I think we mentioned this before, it's like the back is just so depleted that the front is co- constantly worrying about the back. It's like, if they score one, then what happens if the other team scores back one and they are like, oh, oh that, isn't it one. your job to score more? Yeah, it's like, not just that, BK. Yeah. I, I'm going to jump in like, Initially, at the start of our, of, of our really terrible run, right, we were getting chances, but like Sash, bench, he, Sash said, we couldn't, we couldn't score in a, in a brothel. Like, yeah. We had the chances, but our finishing was just dreadful. But now, right, the scary thing now is we're not even making the chances anymore. Even against Leipzig, right, we, we needed two mistakes from, from there. And, and the thing that worries me now is... Oh god, I, I I'm not I mean F fuck it, FKB is FKB the FKB jinx is real, but what really worries me, right, is Leipzig score early at Enfield and then we just fall apart. Oh you guys are atrocious at Enfield. It's four Can losses you, on the bounce, right? Exactly, <laughs> yeah. which is unheard of. Like we might as well be playing at the Puskas Arena all like every day, dude. Because yeah, it's just dreadful. Like what what really worries me is that this would be the 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 true I almost said icing on the cake, but it's almost like the the fatality blow if we were to take a 2-0 lead against Leipzig, go to Anfield and completely blow it. That would kill kill our entire dressing room and mm-hmm. if it wasn't if it isn't like dying now, it would be dead if Leipzig turn it around in spectacular fashion, which we've seen them do before. Yeah. We saw them take United apart. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That's I think true. they're just two points behind Bayern now, so very, very good side. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I see. I, I wouldn't put it past them to score three at Anfield. Oh, and a, yeah, hundred percent. Three, three, one, like that kind of hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that 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 genuinely frightens me. But right. any timeline on when Fabinho is gonna return, or is there like no news? I about keep it? hearing uh, nah. I I don't really care anymore until <laughs> I see them in the, in the team sheet because. <laughs> Um, because handles out handles so out for fast. the next five games, from at what least, I read, mm-hmm. at least. Damn. Yeah. yeah. So, this season is is I've never like I know BK's seen a lot of collapses with Arsenal. Not to bring Arsenal oh, up again, but funny story like the collapse of Liverpool now. I feel is like what Arsenal has been going through for like ten seasons. Dude, I f- <laughs> this is one of the worst collapses I've ever seen from a team mid-season in my life you, you know like back in our secondary school days where it's like our mm. Arsenal's classic uh, bottlings bottling that's period like the it old, feels like this right 506 now 5-0-6 for all you listeners that's like, that's like, isn't that like there, OG Shamak era yeah then, no, <laughs> that was way no, past no, secondary no, 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 school no. it was like way before that it's like where your whole team starts to like just get all injured and then you're like oh who do we have here like some but at least Wenger would play like some youth person and that's how all the youth came into Yeah, your youth are OP, man. They're like, who's this guy? That's true. And then he got yeah. Dude, Frim- yeah. you guys made Frimpong look good for all, <laughs> man. No, but, no but, it- but BK, BK, hear me out. Yeah, yeah. You guys went from title challengers to having a blip and then maybe finishing second or third. We're yeah, talking yeah. about champions who were widely considered to be the front runners for the league after beating Crystal Palace. <laughs> now... Potentially dropping out of the top six. That is unprecedented. That like it's true, injury in or injuries or no injuries. That is I've never seen that in my life. Which, it's always been I, maybe a team was dreadful from the start. I feel like it, it could be just the very fact that it goes to show how much it means for your fans to be at the stadium. Yeah. Yes, I, I do agree. Yeah, 100%, yeah, I do agree. But but you you can't justify these performances just cause you're playing in an empty stadium like it, it may very well yeah, be yeah I, I, I agree well. I mean it, it hurts us probably more than most clubs but it uh, it's it's a it's a big wake up call and the thing for me is that to Klopp right I feel like just to conclude on Liverpool I feel like this run regardless where we finish at the end of the season right he might have lost faith in, uh, and trust in a lot of these players yeah. players that 
have grown so bonded together in this group. But maybe through this run, you know, when things are going good, it's very easy to play at your best. But when things are tough, you really see the ca- where the characters come out. Mm-hmm. And probably behind the scenes, Klopp is maybe gone. Oh man, I thought I could trust him, but um, now that we're in the shitter and he's kind of it's okay. not just not performing but moping. Uh, you guys can take yeah, the dog after my after you know. Yeah, just take the dog manager. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Since you're on that topic, right? Um, who do you think are the passengers of the team right now? Just in your opinion. <sighs> um, it's this is very tough for me because I've grown. I mean, I mean, since you mentioned the point, for, yeah, 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 since yeah, you mentioned yeah, the point, I'm sure that I've you really, have. I've uh, really yeah. grown to feel for these players and and kind of, yeah, I, I kind of feel like Genie has his head's gone a bit because but the contract, right? The contract, yeah. exactly. He and the thing is, he's the kind of player who would give it his all. So I don't want to criticize him unnecessarily, but. At the same time, I do feel like he's good one game and he just kind of like does his thing the next, just whatever. Okay, three players that you make uh, walk the plank right now. Wow. Yeah, just to put you on the spot. Um, Shakiri. It's not... Wait, wait. Walk okay, the... ba- ba- what do you mean by walk the yeah, plank? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, uh, not a lot of drop, like... Um, that that you feel aren't good Can't enough and anymore? should be sold, yeah. Ah, should be sold. That's easy. Yeah, just, just a little bit on the harsh part, but you know, just to spice things up a little bit. Yeah, to sell. Uh, I wish easy. I wish I, I can, could I give can, a, a more really. interesting answer. Nabi Keita. Okay, I I know I know Origi's <laughs> done. You know you know how yeah, much yeah, I, yeah. I like Origi, but he's done. He's mm-hmm. finished. Mm-hmm. Shakiri. Um, I think he's been finished for a while. You got Shakiri still. Um, I mean, sh- whenever Shaq plays. Yeah. You get you get exactly what you you expect from Shaq, but that's you not good two, enough. You, yeah, I that's not good ex- enough. I, I know, yeah, I know. Enough. And the thing is, Shaq doesn't start, so so why bother to keep him? I mean, yeah, just, yeah. No, yeah. I think I think the idea with Shaq is if we get a decent bid for him, we'll let him go. It's as simple as that. But because of COVID, no one is willing to stump up what we wanted for him. So is we're he on like, okay, cool. pretty? expensive mm-hmm. wages because I do remember you guys getting him on a cheap and not uh, really no? he's, he's pretty much on sc- like uh, you know top 4 squad player wages mm-hmm. yeah I don't think his wages are particularly like worrisome I- I'm gonna change your question a bit I don't think obviously I love this player and, and it would be crazy of me to say he just he should be gone after these performances but Money, right? Oh um, no! Come on! No, no, man. no, 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 no! Hear me out. Okay, okay. He he needs to show me something else, man, because he's done. Like uh, Firmino gets a lot of stick for not scoring, but I, 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 I can at least see Firmino trying. Money just looks like, especially in the Everton game, he just looks like he he doesn't care, man. Or mm-hmm. he's kind of getting into positions one moment. And then when it doesn't go his way, he's like, ah, screw this. And he doesn't try that same run the second time, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like fire sale anyone in the squad right now. I mean, we're, we're depleted as it is. But uh, I, I need to see more from Mane. Okay. I feel like he, I feel like someone's abducted him and dropped, dropped in like a, a fraud <laughs> the last couple <laughs> weeks. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hopefully, means yeah, chatting which, shit about him gets him gets him which, back to uh, which um you know the whole Minamino yeah we, we're gonna segue into the Chelsea, <laughs> Chelsea I was gonna say that. later yeah but the whole Minamino loan thing it's uh mm. kind of baffling like straight after you guys loaned him out he's been scoring he's been a pretty good run of scoring form three yeah ga- three goals in four games uh, and uh, I, I, I kind of felt that yeah like with Diego Drita still finding his fitness that you guys could use a uh, Minamino. Right now, you kind of freshen mm. things up in the squad, and yeah. uh, mm. yeah, I kind of do agree well, I mean, with yeah. the with with your with your money claim because I kind of do feel that, you know, he's he set such lofty standards for himself for the exactly. past few years, and exactly. um, he doesn't look like he's up. Like we we can tell we can say uh, you know Aubameyang is not showing fight. Money himself, mm-hmm. he's not really mm-hmm. doing himself any good with 
the attitude that has been showing in Liverpool's recent dismal run of form so far. And yep, since we're gonna talk, uh, since we're talking Minami, we just we're gonna transit from a team that's playing like dog shit right now to another team that, you know, perf- like results wise <laughs> hasn't. It doesn't really show that you know we are in the shit house, but through performances and through eye tests of my own, my own humble opinion, that we are just as dog shite as you guys. It's all I. I mean, I did say last last it's pod that gazy. yeah, I did yeah, <laughs> I did say news. in the previous episode that yeah, we've been getting results, but it's against you know the teams that you should be getting results against. You know your Burnleys, your Newcastles, your Spurs without Kane at the point of time. And I did say that we were going to struggle against Southampton because in terms of managerial acumen, tactical acumen that is, I, I feel that Hassan Huto is way better than Tuchel right now. And it kind of showed because I did point out that, yeah, stats-wise, we've been having a lot of possession. But what I've been watching so far is it's basically possession without any attacking intent. And I watched that game against Southampton and I almost fell asleep. Because it was so boring. It's just pass, pretty passing all around without any forward thinking at all. To go ball. Yeah, and when Minamino scored, like, it was a great goal, by the way, from a counter. I'm like, yeah. It was from nothing, right? Yeah. I, I caught the second half. I actually missed the first half of that game, but... Yeah. The, uh, the, it, like it was 90% basically, of the halftime analysis was just saying yeah. Southampton pretty much had one attack mm-hmm. and, and they scored. scored from it. Yeah, it was a great goal. And it was like, yeah, I knew this would happen because it's, like, like I said, it's just pretty passes in and around without anything going on in the final third. And yeah, we equalized from, I don't know what Danny Ings was doing, dude. He just, he's a guy that scores penalties and I didn't really expect him to give away the penalty. And I... Oh, the foul, the foul was so weird. Like, yeah, exactly. Everyone in the box almost, they instantly knew that it was a foul, but mm. the viewers at home, obviously, we expect things to take a bit longer. Yep. <laughs> and I think the ref expected it to be a little bit less obvious as well, but... Yeah, and... He kind of just saw the foul. Yeah, and... And it I, for I, two I, seconds, I, and I was like, Yeah, okay. and I felt that, that Chelsea got lucky, because other than a penalty, I didn't see where we were going to score from. And I mm. kind of feel that, you know, Southampton fans can be a little hard done. I mean, I don't know what the hell Danny Ings was doing, but I think he was a Chelsea fan for the part time. I think he kind of felt sorry about how shite we were in the performance and he decided to spy things up a little. But yeah, going back to my point about Tuchel, you know, I kind of say this from the start. I I mean, you guys know how much disdain I kind of have for the guy and I feel that he's an overrated manager. And That's one thing we can say you are you're consistent. Yeah, I don't I'm not I'm not a flip flop. I don't waver on my opinions and the the thing is that I kind of feel that uh I, I did say I did mention to you guys that, you know, after Frank got sacked and Tuchel got appointed, that was like the last manager I wanted and all emotional investment I had with however Chelsea wherever Chelsea finishes oh. in the season, I just don't really care anymore. So when they win, I'm like cool. When they draw, oh, I'm like, man. That must be rough, man. That must be rough. Yeah, and, yeah, and when they lose, I'm like... that right? Not like the worst manager you would have wanted. I, I think he just said... He just like, said I mean, it's not, not the like, worst, right? <laughs> not, like, you, I'm pretty sure you can name someone worse. But I, I, I would have taken, like, Other Goose Hitting <laughs> or Avram Grant on, like... Would you have taken Ole? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I mean, hey, this, my guy is getting good at the transitions, man. Yeah, uh, but I mean, let, let's finish up on Tuchel first before we move on to next week's game. Yeah, so I uh, want to just move on to next week's game, like um okay, Chelsea let's, against. Let's move on to yeah, let's just game. let's just <laughs> Chelsea against uh United playing at the Bridge. Uh, yeah, another chance for United to consolidate their position in second place. I yeah, they've been building a large gap between second. I mean, them and Leicester. I think they are. You can say they are favorites to be in the top four right now. I mean, they they're not gonna win the league, but in terms of finishing second and third, it's between both of them right now, because the rest of the teams are just being. It's just I a think, total count fiesta right down there. I think our combined shit housery on them like just made their season better. No, the thing is that we 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 haven't really <laughs> talked about Leicester at all, and they've been flying under the radar. And I kind of feel that, yeah, it, when you think about... The moment about, we start talking about Leicester, they're going to screw We briefly <laughs> scrubbed past it with the Fofana thing and look what happened already. Oh yeah, his, his 
Yeah, he's injured. He's oh my god. He he did, bro. <laughs> he did. <laughs> and I and I think the one time I mentioned on how impressed I was with James Justin and he gets injured like the next game. Like the one time, like the one time, right? yeah, yeah, the one time I was like, oh, Justin has been doing pretty fine, and then the next, the next game he like ruptures his Achilles or something. Yeah, don't worry, Leicester. Yeah. Oh, Achilles, sorry, I, I thought it was an ACL. Don't worry, Leicester fans. We're mm. not gonna, we're not gonna talk about how good Tielemans is. <laughs> yeah. So, as much as I want Chelsea to win, I think it's gonna be a nil-nil draw. Like, okay, all he's gonna, like, all he does, United don't need to win the game. They just need to draw. True, and, true. Yep. So Oli's gonna... And I think they're gonna be extremely tired from the Europa League match. So Oli's gonna bring the you, bus and park it. You think he's, he's not gonna there? play a counter? Like, if he's I mean, gonna, he is. Bro, he, he, definite, he definitely is, but... Yeah, but Chelsea play in a low block. They play in a back three with a, a, a uh, four true, in front of the three. And we all know how how much United struggle to, to break a bus. And mm. Tuchel's gonna just... I think Tuchel's gonna be like... Alright, um... I don't know if he... I don't think he knows his best 11 even up to now, which kind of kind of pisses me off, actually. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be a boring nil-nil. I mean, nil. I'm I not going to... I mean, Lamp- I'm not, Lampard didn't know his best 11 no, but either. I did, uh, okay, but, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no but, but you can see that, you know... Yeah, he kind of... Lampard ostracized the, the players that he... Think that didn't hits. play well, yeah. Which we yeah, which could be a little Giroud. oversight on his part. I mean, Giroud did play, but um, he's not using like Tugel's not using Ziyech. He's not yeah. using Chilwell, who he bought for fifty million. Yeah, uh, Zuma played, but it's because Thiago Silva was still injured. Um, I don't know what the hell he's doing with Cho now. Like one moment he's his godson, and the next moment he's subbing him off after bringing him on as a sub for twenty five minutes. It's oh, called they, tough love, man. They, they like, hey, he was, man. His bo- no, I rate I rate you so much. I mean, you call it you, you call it tough love. I call it <laughs> like total fraudulence of the almost. Hey, man. At least he brought in Zayek for that one. <laughs> I don't oh know what the God. hell he's doing it's right like, now. I'm not gonna watch the match because it's just gonna be a boring new new, and, and I, I got better things to do. Yeah, I think it's I, gonna be a new new. What what's gonna happen is United are just gonna wait for Chelsea to make a mistake, like on a corner. You can almost see it happening. Like you know, Chelsea are gonna play like tiki. They're gonna probably set a record for the amount of passes. Bro, it's gonna be eighty. Match. It's gonna be like eighty-five percent. Yeah, eighty-five percent <laughs> Chelsea possession with fifteen percent going to United. Rudiger is gonna back pass it to like. Kepa or something. <laughs> or, nah, man, it's not gonna be Kepa. It's not gonna be Kepa. I mean, I was, I, I, I kind of thought Tuchel was gonna go with Kepa from now on, but I guess he's still kind of figuring things out. Yeah, um, dude, the guys are the guys are fraud, man. I like Chelsea it, fans need to see this. Fraud they need watch. They need, <laughs> what do you see? G- German Alan Padru was it? Dude, the German. I think that was it, uh, German wait, what Alan was Padre. it? Yeah, what I think was it. I mean, he's the guy that he he's basically a cheerleader. Who got himself a a job as a football manager? That's all. Whoa, I love it. I love it. That's all. That's all. That's it passion. Is. Like passion. I'm, I'm not gonna waver. Like, dude, Chelsea can like fluke their way to the set their second Champions League win, and I'm still gonna be Tuchel out. <laughs> I, I want. I mean, I mean the, the silver lining. So just to conclude, the silver lining to this uh. To Tuchel's reign is it's just gonna last for another sixteen months before yeah, just, just gonna say the before the thing. conveyor belt rolls up again and we get a new manager. So I'm just like um prior to that I'm just gonna be like a robot like uh, whatever whatever matches that or sorry whatever results that Chelsea managed to pull through I'm just you know if if they win I'm like cool if they draw I'm meh if they lose I'm just gonna sharpen my my pitch I, fault. I, fe- I felt that, like that I was. That there. must be. That must be chill, though. I like, felt like I was me? like that during Emery's raid. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. Uh. Like, I think a lot of yeah. You you know it's bad as a fan when you're hoping your team loses so that the manager gets sacked. Yeah, I know it's I know unwritten it's, I know it's, that you never. Yeah, I know it's it's, it's, loses, it's but it, it's, it's something that's frowned upon. We've all been there before. Yeah, it's something that's frowned upon, but I just. Just not my manager, man. Like I don't. That was me doing Roy Hodgson, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I still will never know why the man got hired. Uh, and this is I think uh, it was a very short reign, like It was like I think twelve games or something. But by like <laughs> halfway through six games, I was just like, "Can we just please lose?" So, you know, it was so bad. Like I was actually pissed. We beat. I think we beat Bolton. We beat Bolton with a last minute goal, and I was uh-huh. pissed off. 
No, really? that's when you know it's like toxic. Wait, that, that was, was the season Delgish, where... Oh. He was before Dalglish. No, that Dalglish was the as, uh, emergency. Yeah, that was the the, the season where I, I think we, we don't know whether it's true or not, but I, I kind of feel that that Gerard missed the penalty on purpose so that there uh, are a lot, there's a lot of speculation sacked. that he did. <laughs> that was against I, Palace. I trust I trust that Stevie is more professional than that, la, But who knows? We will never no, know. No, there was a there was a meme we'll that was going know. around where like he was he was about to take the penalty and he turned he around and he looked at <laughs> he looked at Hodgson. <laughs> he was like, ah, oh, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. He it. was the craziest. You know what's the craziest thing? My man got hired by England after that. True. Uh, what? I, yes, 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 yes. I remember that. No, that. What is going on? But yeah. Anyway, I don't um, know. <laughs> and you know who else he managed? Palace. Fulham. Wait, Fulham. Oh, Fulham. Oh God! Just yeah, we're Fulham. We're talking about next. Excellent segue, <laughs> man. <laughs> I mean, we ironically, he had his best reign with Fulham. Mm, that that uh, Europa League final. Football. Yeah, he, he made Zoltan Guerra like freaking Ballon d'Or. Zoltan Guerra, the Puskas, bro. <laughs> Dude, he made uh, he made Bobby, Bobby Zamora, Zamora relevant. Henry, exactly. <laughs> oh my god! No, no, the um, the 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 English Ronaldo. That was what I was calling him. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, Paul Kuczewski was, was like Roberto Carlos. Yeah, man. Man. Yeah, and uh, who was on the right hand side? Uh? Can't remember. Wow. Uh, Major oh throwback, man. I'm pretty sure he played Gera at right back a few times. Gera was, was either left wing or right wing, if I remember. But, oh. he, but he played, that's what I'm saying. He played Gera at right Bro, back. Bro, Clint, Clint Dempsey was like one of the players of the season. He made, he made one of the teams of the season, man. From what oh, I remember. dude, like people keep saying Landon Donovan is like the GOAT American player, right? Nah, fam. Nah, dude, it's, it's Clint Dempsey. Dempsey. Yep. I, I no hate doubt in my mind it's Clint Dempsey. I, oh, he, yeah, yeah. he always scored against Chelsea, man. That kind of pissed me off. But Oh, Dempsey, yeah. dude. He was dude, Liverpool the... tried to buy him, but we were like short of like 1 million. Oh, yeah, I remember. The, one was, of the like, most embarrassing was, moments in Liverpool so transfer yeah. history. Mm. He was the peak Dele Ali even before Dele Ali emerged in the scene. Like, he played the, he played the shadow striker role really well. Him and Tim Cahill always yeah, yeah. like similar players. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, okay, we, we've we've kind of yep. gone with nostalgia a bit, but mm-hmm. uh, this is actually a topic that, that Yushan wanted to talk about, and I, I found it really interesting because we kind of don't give the bottom half of the table enough shine, primarily because um, the bottom half was a little bit boring up till recently. Like, we thought pretty much up till this weekend that the bottom three was set in stone, and while it still might be... Rather the bottom um, two... Mm. Or the bottom two, I should yep. say. Yeah, watch watch Sheffield beat us next week. But anyway, <laughs> oh my god, Are you guys Fulham, <laughs> I don't think you Fulham guys will ever. Re- yeah, you guys won't recover from that if if Sheffield beat you guys. I don't think. I think why, you guys. Why in done. the hell would Sheffield be afraid of us now? Yeah, I don't know. They, yeah, like they they they'll have a go at us. Like uh, Brewster is gonna probably score a goal. Like McGoldrick, man. McGoldrick. Nah, we're not Chelsea. McGoldrick only <laughs> scores against Chelsea. <laughs> Uh, why, why don't why don't you kind of let us um in on why you why you think Fulham are, are like not dark horses but are are kind of our favorites to escape yeah, yeah our favorites oh, yeah, to escape relegation right escape, yeah yeah okay because prior to West Ham's win against Spurs last night <laughs> uh mm-hmm. Fulham were the most were the informed London team in the league and I was digging up some stats right now and. This might come as a shock to you guys, but other than Manchester City, Chelsea, and Burnley, Fulham are the fourth best in terms of uh, defensive clean sheets. Right? Yeah, like no. clean sheets by defensive stats. Yeah, and clean sheets or goals conceded. Uh, clean sheets and goals conceded. Wow. Yeah, that, they yeah. were the fourth best, and in terms of their attacking stats, they are. I mean, Leeds kind of dropped off a little bit. Leeds were the second best uh, for the entire season up to the recent blip. So they are Leeds are fifth right now in terms of the most attacking teams in the league in terms of goal contributions and Fulham are just behind them in sixth. Um, and Liverpool, they were first at uh, the first 20 games and they've currently dropped to 15th in the league, which is... What? Yeah. Pretty shocking. <laughs> so wow. going, so going back to Fulham, yeah, it's basic. They are currently a team that is, or rather, if you're gonna use two teams that uh that we can compare to right now, they are currently as defensively solid as Burnley, 
And mm. in terms of their attacking wise, they are close. As in, they've already they are they are almost at Leeds level, but they are inching ever closer to surprise, surprise Newcastle. Newcastle were actually uh, third in terms of abject team. Yeah, in terms, but in terms of attacking wise, Newcastle are third right now in for the last four games. But going back to Fulham, we're not gonna talk about Newcastle. So, just to summarize up, no team would want to play Fulham right now. And it's pretty apt that, you know, that Liverpool are playing Fulham at Anfield in a few games' time. So, it's kind of... We kind of have to give credit to Scott Parker, you know, at the start of the season. Mm. They're pretty abject in terms of scoring-wise, in terms of, you know... They, they, they couldn't keep clean sheets at all. They look they look dead after two games. Yeah, exactly. To be honest. And like, they, they still might very well be dead, but at least they're putting up a fight. And no, it's more I, it's I, more it's more than a fight. They are actually putting out a string of good results with players who can actually play. I mean mm. Adamola Lukman man, this guy we, we know we all know that there was a play inside of him, but Yeah. He 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 kind of felt to me like a a small fish in a big pond because he was he 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 was on loan to like, he was, he was Leipzig, Ab- yeah even Leipzig right yeah and then he yeah, had a yeah. stint at Everton that couldn't work out for him because you know you're not gonna dislodge Richarlison from that left wing position but you can see right now he's caused he kind of take, taken a self esteem step down air quote in his career to Fulham and he's really really thriving at it right now like the goal he scored against uh who did they play against was it Sheffield yeah Sheffield, Sheffield. yeah Sheffield. yeah he yeah. He, He's, yeah, and and even the game before that, the game against Everton, yeah, he didn't contribute any goals. He didn't do any goal contributions at all. But he destroyed the the Everton right hand side. He was unplayable at times, and I kind of feel that with with Lukman and even the new guy was it the Sunderland legend Josh Maja. You gonna know what I, heard. I, I didn't know he was a Sunderland legend, but but he, you, he you did watch against Everton, so yeah, he's a legend you, in my book. <laughs> you did, you did watch the uh, Netflix uh, Sunderland till I Sunderland die, right? Sunderland till I die, yeah, yeah. Yeah, was he, he featured? Oh. I I don't you? remember, man. It was quite a while ago. Yeah, because what what Fulham were lacking at the point of time was a focal point in the striking in the striker position. Like Mitrovic kind of fulfilled that, but he was too immobile. He was he was just seen as like a lamppost, a guy who could win you haters. But with Josh Maja. You can feel that um, he wasn't hard enough for the Premier yeah, League. Yeah, yeah, like they play, they tried playing Cavalero there right now, but he was always Cavalero can't can't finish for shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like he was a substitute player at Wolves for a reason, and now yeah. they brought. <laughs> nah, I mean, they're just stating facts. So they brought Josh Marsha in, George Marja in, right now, and he kind of, they they look much better as a team right now in terms of a unit because, uh. Fulham kind of line up in a four four two position. You know the the yeah. old school meat and potatoes, uh, formation they do of four, the five, early two thousands. Well. Yeah, it's but kind of a variant. Kind of moves forward. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Oh, yeah, I but, think we've been through this before. Yeah, but when they go into a defensive shape, it's a very Burnley like four four two, and when mm. they transit to an attacking phase, you know Loftus Cheek kind of floats around that that right hand side position. Whereas, Lukman is basically the. Uh, it's gonna be a hot take, but the Eden Hazard and I, I mean it in a very loose way, of the team. <laughs> he, he's the main creator and all that, and with players like um, Harrison Reed. Oh, that that guy is. Uh, have you seen Harrison Reed play before? Uh, like, uh, I saw him a little bit in New York, New York City. Yeah, this guy. He's he has an engine and he can run for days, man. If yeah, he's and, a box to box kind of. Yeah, and uh, I do like Zambo and Grisa. Like he's a top player, man. Like he deserves to play for a much bigger team rather than Fulham. And with these two in the midfield pivot, you know, they cover a lot of ground, which kind of gives the freedom for the front players to do what uh they're good at, which is you know, um, attack freely and all that. And I kind of feel that it's one of the main reasons why Fulham are doing so well right now that Parker has managed to come up with a system to really integrate the players to play in their best positions and also got a shout out Ola Aina man the Chelsea loanee from uh, sorry the loanee from Chelsea he's been quietly been one of the best fullbacks so far like I know it's, it's been a short 
uh, round of matches, but he's been one of the stand-up performers so far. He he came in during January, or yeah. did he come in during the January window? Yep, yep, yeah. he did, he did. Yep, slowly becoming one of the fullbacks to look out for. Guys, I, I, I've just seen the final Fulham fixture of the season, and it's written in the stars, yeah. man. Yeah, Fulham against Newcastle, yeah. right? In Newcastle, man. Yeah, man, like... <laughs> <laughs> damn. It's gonna be that a good match. It's just memes, dude, but... Yeah. Um. I mean, that that's that was a, those are some great points. And mm. if anything, I thought that Fulham would be. Oh, sorry. I I thought that West Brom would be, kind of where Fulham are right now. I just thought setup wise, they had the players capable of, being a bit more defensively oriented. But we've seen with West Brom that, they kind of don't really know how they want to play, mm-hmm. and. Unlike Fulham, West Brom gets smashed way too often. Um, the goal difference right now is negative 36, which is ridiculous. Um, Fulham, on the other hand, have a very healthy, as you mentioned earlier, have a very healthy goal difference of minus 11. You never know. It could come down to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, there's one player I wish uh, that stayed at Fulham, but obviously Scott Parker didn't really see him in his plans. That, that man was John Michel Siri. Someone they had signed from Nice oh. actually. Oh, what happened to him? When I think it's one of those, you know, like loan signings or permanent signings that don't really fit with the team and just high probably on high wages as well. Um but he's someone with a, a hell of an engine and I thought we saw some glimpses of him in Fulham's initial campaign two seasons ago where they went down. Uh he was pretty good, but I think Parker probably just Probably an attitude that, problem. Yeah, I mean we don't know. We're just yeah, we're just, just speculating. The, the guy felt like he was too big for the club. Um, I don't know, but it's a shame. But like I said earlier, off 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 air, if Parker keeps Fulham up, right, manager of the season for me, mm-hmm. because no one, myself included, us included, I believe the words used were dead food. <laughs> <laughs> gave Fulham a chance um, and like I said it, it might be a long shot but um, I'm looking at the teams above them you've got Brighton Newcastle who maybe have a slight edge but you never know man this season's been a weird one um, mm-hmm. agreed agreed your guys Burnley look like they're safe-ish mm-hmm. I mean the performances have picked up for Burnley it's not just I feel like they've been playing a lot better than they are in the table right now like yeah. I'm looking at the likes of Palace, Palace are Wolves bad. probably deserve to be below them. Yeah. Palace are terrible, man. Like I, I think it's gonna be between um I I mean that's that's assuming that uh Sheffield United and West Brom are down. But I think uh, that the I, final I relegation Sheffield, places I, I think I I think Sheffield and West Brom are down. Yeah. Not just the points is one thing, but I'm just looking at the performances like yeah, it's just nothing in the end. I mean, that see, that yeah, loss to Fulham if, was massive for Sheffield. Like, if yeah. they had won that game, might have had a chance, but now mm-hmm. they did. I for mean, me, for pa- me they talking about Palace, if Burnley scores three goals against you and they are the away team, you know, something really wrong with the team. Like, yeah, I know that Zaha is not there, but I expect a lot more fight from Roy Hawkson, Crystal Palace team. Uh yeah, I, I I do feel that the final relegation place will be between um Newcastle, Fulham and Crystal Palace. Because Palace they're dropping like a stone. What about Brighton, man? I think Brighton will be alright. <laughs> Brighton they have they, they they found a system where, you know, they, they don't concede at all. I mean they beat you guys at Anfield, so you should know how difficult Dude, to I mean Wow. Villa Villa <laughs> under fifteen could be us at Anfield right now. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I think Brighton and, and Burnley are, are safe. Actually, yeah, by Brighton are on a decent run, actually. Yeah. If they Very, beat, like, 1 nils, you know, low-scoring yeah, games. They, they, they are playing Palace tonight, and if they beat Palace, I think they're safe. Yeah, mm. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. That's a good shout. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of excited for next week, not just <clears throat> not just because of the Chelsea United. I, I think there are actually way much more games, but... Uh, I, mean, I rarely get excited for like the so-called big games anymore. I just feel like we have to talk about them because I mean, like, dude, there's City and West Ham next week as well. Uh, this Leicester and Arsenal, I think are gonna get raped. I can feel it already. Uh, 
I actually and don't Lester, you know. Imagine no, ima- that that's if oh uh, because Madison has a hip problem right now. And oh nice, big, nice, big safe. Yeah, he's <laughs> a big part of uh, how Leicester plays in 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 the final third and uh and then there's I think there's one to keep an eye on will be Spurs and Burnley actually. Oh yeah, my guys. Oh, my I, guys. I think that could be quite Spurs, interesting. Man. Spurs man, Spur like Mourinho's classic rants uh, reared their ugly head again. Um, what did he say? Not sure if you guys have seen what he's been saying in the media, but immediately after the loss to West Ham, he kind of went on the defensive and said like, "Oh, my coaching staff is second to none, not in this the not just in the Premier League but in the world. Like, my team is my team is yeah. like fucking up. It's what, not because of me and my coaches." What prompted him to say that? Probably some, the classic, like post match answer like, "Oh, like bad defeat. Where did it go wrong today?" You know. Oh, okay. He's just not in a... He's in a bit of a, a prickly mood and it's it's not hard to see why. Like, if their, their, their recent form is putting ours to shame. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, two teams that so much promise, Spurs and Liverpool, both are top of the table actually sometime this season have just dropped off a cliff and... Yep. Yeah, you're right, BK. That, that match could be very yeah. frustrating for Spurs. Yeah, I'm just quite curious to see where where it goes. Oh, and after that, uh, after Chelsea play United, we're actually playing you guys at Anfield. Ah, oh shit! That, I mean, that's gonna make like next episode really interesting. You know the, the yeah F- yeah. I mean, the FKB Derby and Chelsea both don't screw up next week. Ah, uh, we going to that game just three points apart. When you guys are, playing, I mean, it's a good it's oh, a good yeah. thing you guys play United. So I'll actually be rooting for United. Okay. Um, but we'll need to keep up our end of the bargain and beat fucking Sheffield United. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly not confident about that game, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, Ramsdale. Um, Rams. Like the the good thing you can look forward to is facing Ramsdale in the Sheffield. Don't goal. say that, man. <laughs> don't even say that. Ramsdale is balls, man. He's like the worst keeper in the league. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you guys can't score against Ramsdale... Do I really want to watch Sheffield United-Liverpool at 3.15 in the morning? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> I mean, if you guys can't score against Ramsdale, I... I... Don't... Why do you keep saying that? <laughs> ah, whatever, man. Um, You guys want to add anything else? We've gone on for an hour. Uh, um, oh, it's, it's been an hour? Quick, oh. quick fraud watch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick yeah. Can I can I just um, throw Tuko back in? <laughs> yeah, go go ahead. I'm gonna man. keep him on perpetual for Roch, man. Like <laughs> that's what you said about Lampard at the start of the season. Yeah, that, that's why he's gone. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, I'm putting Alba in. BK, you can put in someone from Liverpool. I don't care. He's gonna put someone from Man City, man. I mean, that's how. <laughs> yeah, bro. Just watch Raheem me. Sterling. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, I actually want to put like I I want to put. Uh, Hugo Lloris, man, he's been pretty fraudulent lately. No, no. It's, do Do you remember? It's ever since you know we we did our team of the season so far episode, and I said that you know there was one guy that has surprised me, and it was a close nomination to being the goalkeeper of the season Martinez, so far, and yeah. and that was Lloris. And I said that you he also hasn't... remember me saying that Robertson was left back of the season, <laughs> and then he died right after that. Bro, Vestergaard as well, man. Like we know, like we know he didn't get in, but he got injured. Like he was mentioned so, in the episode, yeah, so yeah. he died. Son yeah. died. Kane died. <laughs> Damn. Only, only Br- yeah, only Bruno and and Diaz have been stalwarts so far. Right, then true. I'm gonna put Dude, Bruno. Walker, Walker, <laughs> Portu- Portuguese. Bro, Portuguese Walker Peters, that. Walker Peters is crocked again, man. Like he he made it for team of the season like the FKB and team of the season and he got crocked, dear lord. Damn. Henderson got crocked. <laughs> Whatever, man. Um, yeah, I guess that's our nominations for this week. Then wait, what what's BK's nomination? You put Bruno. Oh wait. <laughs> yeah, whatever <laughs> like, I don't even care anymore. About BK's nominations. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense, dude. But. Um, yeah, this was fu- this was. I almost said this was fun, but um, we pretty much just shared on all three of our teams. So mm-hmm. I guess no one can say that we are. Oh wait, uh, wait, 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 picking we, and choosing who we, we want. We need Sorry, to mention wait. our our favorite team, uh, United. They they won again, 
Well done. We already mentioned that, what? Yeah. Oh, we didn't really go deep into it. Like, I mean, Fernandez scored a penalty. Remember, yeah, yeah, remember, yeah, remember yeah, when yeah. you said every every United goal, we will get to praise them for like a minute? What the it's hell? It's got three. Facts, facts. Yeah, so so we they deserve three minutes of, of our airtime. So, um, oh no, if they beat you guys next week, I'm going to be showering them with praise. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> so, um, I'll, I'll, I'll loan like a United kit. In, uh, United won Bruno scored a penalty Yet again uh, Maguire And James Gonna score sheet uh, yep, yep. Back from the dead Back from the dead uh, Allison Maximin The best white forward In the Premier League squad <laughs> uh, Dude this was a sick goal You see the goal? Yeah I did It's insane I wasn't surprised Because by sh- by, by sh- Going by street rules Newcastle won that game Because they scored The best goal mm-hmm. So Fair play. Shout out, shout out, say maximum. Shout out, Stevie Bruce, man. Hmm. All uh, right, that yeah. was your one minute. United <laughs> praise. Um, yeah, fun one again, boys. Um, hopefully, Chelsea United delivers to an extent, but I do agree that it's gonna be rather cagey. But I wouldn't hold my breath. One can, yeah. one can dream. Um, but yeah. Uh, once again this has been episode 22 and we'll see you guys on the next episode bye